Then the Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, he continued, and what occurs here as point number, point number 50, page 304, and everything that Allah has decreed should pass away, will pass away. But not paradise, the fire, the throne, the arsh, the footstool, the kursi, the horn, a sword, the pen, al qalam, and the inscribed tablet, al Nothing of these will ever pass away. Then Allah will resurrect the creation upon what He caused them to die upon on the day of resurrection. And He will bring them to account as He wishes. A group will be in paradise and a group will be in the blazing fire. And He will say to the rest of the creation, those who are not created to persist, be dust. Sheikh Fawzan, Hafizullah, he said in explanation, he said, his saying, وَكُلُّ شَيْءٍ مِمَّا اللَّهُ And everything that Allah has decreed, everything that Allah has made it binding for, that it will pass away. Then it will pass away. He said, He, the Majestic and Most High, said, كل من عليها فان ويبقى وجه ربك ذو الجلال والإكرام سورة الرحمن the 55th surah ayahs 26 to 27 with the explanation everyone upon the earth will perish everyone upon the earth will pass away will perish but the face of your Lord full of majesty and honor will remain Sheikh Fawzan said, all of the creation will pass away and nothing will remain except Allah, the perfect and most high. And in his saying, he the perfect, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ Surah Ali Imran, the third surah, ayah 185. In the same point it goes there, in that ayah, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ Surah Ali Imran, I one eight five with the explanation every soul shall taste death. He said and his saying, He the perfect and most high. Surah Zumar, the thirty ninth surah, I sixty eight, with the explanation. And the horn will be blown. And all who are in the heavens and the earth will 
fall down dead. Except whomever Allah wishes. The Sheikh said, the meaning of Illa man sha Allah, the explanation, except whomever Allah wishes. He said, they said, means some of the people of knowledge, they said, its meaning is the angels. Or the wide-eyed Horis, the Hor in paradise. I mean, who are the ones mentioned in this exception? That everyone in the heavens and the earth will fall down dead when the horn is blown. Everyone in the heavens and the earth will fall down dead. Illa man Allah. An explanation, except whomever Allah wishes. So, that exception there, who, are they, who is accepted from that? He said, they said, it means the angels or the Hur, the wide-eyed Hori, women in paradise. And Allah knows best. In, this, in other words, there's some disagreement about who, who that refers to, who the exception is. But the Sheikh mentioned, some of them, at least some of them say, it means the angels and the wide-eyed horrors in paradise, and Allah knows best. In the footnote, they mention this saying here, that it refers to angels or the wide-eyed horrors. This was mentioned, they say in the footnote, by Al-Baghawi in his tafsir. From Ad-Dahaq, Rahimahullah. Ad-Dahaq, the side point there, Al-Dahaq, the famous Mufassir of the Qur'an, Al-Dahaq ibn Muzahim al-Hilali al-Khurasani, who died in the year 105. And he is a famous Mufassir who heard from a group of the Tabi'een. And that narration in Al-Baghawi mentions that he said, referring to the ones who are, referring to the ones who are accepted, that he said they are Ridwan. And Al-Hur, the wide-eyed Huris, and Malik, and Az-Zabaniya. Then back to what Shaykh al-Fawzan said, he said, I mentioned that saying, he said, so the whole of the creation will die, and then they will be resurrected on the day of resurrection. ثُمَّ إِنَّكُمْ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ لَمَيِّتُونَ ثُمَّ إِنَّكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ تُبْعَثُونَ Surah Al-Mu'minun, the 23rd Surah, Ayahs 15 to 16, with the explanation. Then after that, you shall die. Then, on the day of resurrection, you will be raised up. You'll be raised up to life. The Sheikh said, so the Muslim should remember death. And he should prepare, he should prepare for it with righteous deeds. And he should ask Allah for a good conclusion, for husn al-khatimah for a good conclusion, that his life ends upon with a good conclusion. And he should repent from evil deeds. And this is the benefit of remembering death. <coughs> when you remember death, or rather when he remembers death, then he should prepare for it. He should make preparation for it. And therefore he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, تَذَكَّرُوا هَذِمَ الْلَذَّاتِ الْمَوْتِ فَإِنَّكُمْ لَا تَذْكُرُونَهُ فِي كَثِيرٍ إِلَّا قَلَّلَهُ وَلَا فِي قَلِيلٍ إِلَّا كَثَّرَهُ The saying of Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Remember the cutter off of pleasures Death And he mentions some continuation there For you will not remember it over a large amount, except that it will render it small. Nor over a small amount, except 
that it will increase it. In a footnote, they mention this hadith, in particular the first part of the hadith, remember the cutter off of pleasures, death, is reported by Imam Ahmad and at Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah and Al Nasai and Ibn Hadban in his Sahih from a hadith of Abu Hurairah. And this hadith, up to that wording there, was declared Hassan Sahih, good, authentic by Shaykh al Albani. With that wording, this is the beginning, initial wording there. Remember that which cuts off pleasures, death. And as for the full wording, for you will not remember, you will not mention it over or remember it over a large amount, except it will render it small, nor over a small amount, except it will render it a great deal. Then Al Bayhaqi reports that wording in his Shu'ab al Iman as a hadith of Ibn Umar radiallahu anhu. And Shaykh al-Bani declared that particular narration weak in Da'if al-Jamih. Wallahu a'ala. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, So it is not befitting that the Muslim should be inattentive to death. Rather, he should remember death always at all times. And he should prepare for it. He said, And he should have iman. He should truly believe in the resurrection the day when mankind will rise from their graves standing up for the Lord of the whole of creation Surah Az-Zumar, the 39th Surah, Ayah 68 with the explanation then the horn will be blown again and they will be standing, looking on. The Sheikh said, the souls will be restored to them. After the bodies have been resurrected from the graves. And then they will be led to the gathering place, to the mahshar. To the end of what they encounter in the hereafter. From great hazards that they will have to pass through. until they settle after that either in paradise or either in the fire for indeed paradise and the fire are the two abodes of permanent residence Sheikh Fawzan said he's saying illa al-jannata wal-nar wal-arsha wal-kursiyya everything will pass away except everything that was written to pass away will pass away but not paradise not the fire, and not the arsh, not the throne, and not the kursi, not the footstool. The Sheikh said, for they will not pass away. Those two, referring to the first two there, paradise and the fire, they will not pass away. And they will not cease to exist. Allah created them to persist. And as for the heavens and the earth, then they will be changed the heavens will split apart and the earth will split open and this universe will change. Surah Ibrahim, 14th Surah, Ayah 48 with the explanation 
on the day when the earth is changed to other than the earth and the heavens and they will appear they the people they will appear before Allah the one the irresistible subduer then the sheikh said as for the arsh the throne then it will not change and paradise and the fire will not pass away and will not change he said wal kursi and the footstool he said it is below the arsh the footstool al kursi is below the arsh is below the throne and the arsh the throne is bigger than it and the kursi the footstool is wider than the heavens and the earth and the arsh the throne is wider than the footstool he said his saying was sore and the horn he said the thor it is the qarn it is the horn the thor is a horn which is the horn which is with the angel israfil it will be blown along with the souls in it and the souls will fly back into their bodies and come to life with the permission of allah ثُمَّ نُفِخَ فِيهِ أُخْرَى فَإِذَا هُمْ قِيَامٌ يَنْظُرُونَ Same ayah, Surah Az-Zumar, 39th Surah, ayah 68, with the explanation, then it will, be, it will be blown another time, and they will be standing up, looking. He said, he's saying, وَالْقَلَمَ وَالْلَوْحَ And the pen, and the tablet, the preserved tablet. Sheikh said, اللَّوْحُ الْمَحْفُوظِ the preserved tablet and the pen with which Allah wrote the decreed measures. I mean the decreed measures of how everything would be. He said, his saying, لَيْسَ يَفْنَى شَيْءٌ مِنْ هَذَا أَبَدًا Nothing from this will ever pass away. Sheikh said, these things which Allah created to persist, the throne and the footstool, and the preserved tablet, and the pen, and paradise, and the fire, and the souls, which were created, then they will not pass away. They bring a footnote here with regard to what it mentions Al Kursi, the footstool. They say Ibn Abi Hatim reported in his tafsir from Muqatil that he said in explanation of his saying, He the Most High. Kullu nafsin, rather, Kullu shay'in halikun illa wajha. Kullu shay'in halikun illa wajha. Surah Al-Qasaf, the 28th Surah, Ayah 88. With the explanation, everything will perish except for Allah's face. That Muqatil said with regard to this ayah, meaning all the living things in particular, everything will perish, meaning all the living things in particular, from the inhabitants of the heavens and the angels and whoever is upon the earth and all animals, all living things. And then the heavens and the earth will be destroyed after that. And paradise and the fire will not be destroyed 
and whatever is within them, nor the throne, nor the footstool. The end of the quote. Then Sheikh Farzan said, he's saying, ثُمَّ يَبْعَثُ اللَّهُ الْخَلْقَ عَلَى مَا أَمَاتَهُمْ عَلَيْهِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Then Allah will resurrect the creation upon what he caused them to die upon on the day of resurrection. He said, meaning, upon what he caused them to die, he'll resurrect them upon what he caused them to die upon with regard to disbelief or true faith, Iman. Everyone will be resurrected upon his deeds, I mean, upon the deeds that he did. And having Iman, having true faith in the resurrection, is one of the pillars, it's one of the six pillars of Iman, of true faith. And having Iman, having true faith, in the last day, occurs joined along with Iman in Allah, in many ayahs. In many ayahs, along with mention of having Iman, true faith in Allah, is mentioned having true faith in the hereafter. And the Shaykh said, Wal-ba'ath, and the al-ba'ath, the raising, the resurrection, it is restoring mankind to life after their death in the world of the hereafter. So they live in this world for the purpose of action. Then they will die and they will be buried in the earth and they will remain in it for as long as Allah wishes in the place of waiting and that is Dar al-Barzakh place of separation the period separating this world and the hereafter then they will be resurrected from these graves and they will arise from them alive just as they used to be nothing from their deeds will be lost or rather he said nothing, uh, nothing from their <coughs> creation will be lost create their created forms, nothing of it their bodies, nothing will be lost from it. Then the souls will be restored to their bodies. Then they will be led to the mahshar, to the gathering place, for the recompensing, for their deeds, which they did in the world, whether good or bad. Surah Yasin, the 36th Surah, Ayah 54, with the explanation, and you will not be recompensed except for what you did. Sheikh Fazan said, so no one will be rewarded with good, or no one will be rewarded for good that was done by somebody else, or punished for the action of someone else. وَلَا تَزِرُ وَازِرَةٌ وِزَرَ أُخْرَى Surah Al-An'am, the sixth surah, ayah 164, with the explanation, and no bearer of burdens shall bear the burden of sins committed by someone else. <coughs> Shaykh Farzan said, everyone will be recompensed in accordance with his own deeds, whether good or bad. 
And this is the just this is justice, adul. This is justice from Allah the perfect and most high. He will not leave them without any recompensing. When they had wearied themselves in this life <coughs> in performing deeds and worship, if they were righteous ones, or wearied themselves and Allah's refuge is sought, with disbelief and shirk and sin and causing corruption upon the earth, if they were disbelievers. He will not leave them without a recompensing. <coughs> this is justice from Allah, the mighty and majestic. This is justice from Allah, the majestic and most high. So this is the meaning of his saying here, that everyone will be recompensed in accordance with his deeds. And since this is the case, then it is obligatory upon the servant to look to his deeds whilst he is still alive. So whatever is good, then he should equip himself with that. And whatever is evil, then he should repent to Allah from it and free himself from it as long as that is possible. He the Most High said, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَلْتَنْظُرْ نَفْسٌ مَا قَدَّمَتْ لِغَدٍ Surah Al-Hashr, the 59th Surah, Ayah 18, with the explanation, O you who believe, fear and be dutiful to Allah, and let each soul look at what it has is, is put forward for tomorrow, what deeds it has put forward for tomorrow. The Shaykh said, take account of yourself in this world, before the reckoning. Take account of yourself for your deeds and examine them and rectify whatever is corrupt from them and add to whatever is good from them and awaken from heedlessness. This is what is required from the person of intellect. And therefore he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Al-Kayyisu mandana nasahu وَعَمِلَ لِمَا بَعْدَ الْمَوْتِ وَالْعَاجِزُ مَنْ أَتْبَعَ نَفْسَهُ هَوَاهَا وَتَمَنَّى عَلَى اللَّهِ الْأَمَانِينَ Shaykh quoted a hadith there and said, explained it word by word, Al-Kayyis, the wise one. The Shaykh said, mean Al-Aqil, the prudent one, the person of intelligence, is the person, مَنْ دَانَ نَفْسَهُ Literally, man, whoever subdues himself, the Sheikh said, meaning he takes account of it, takes account of his self. And acts for that which comes after death. The Sheikh said, this is the astute person, the aqil. And the incapable person is the one who allows himself to just follow his desires. Shaykh said, mean in this world, and just has vain hopes in Allah. In the footnote, they mentioned this is reported by Imam Ahmad in his Musnad, and Al-Tirmidhi, and Ibn Majah, and Al-Hakim, and Al-Baghwi in Shah Sunnah, and others, from a hadith of Shaddad ibn Aus, and it was declared authentic by Al-Hakim, and declared Hassan good by Al-Tirmidhi, and by Al-Baghul. And as a side point, as for Shaykh al then he declared this narration da'if, weak, 
he's checking the Mishkat, and in Abba'ifa, Hadith 5319, because of the weakness of his narrator Abu Bakr, Ibn Abi Maryam, Al Ghassani, Wallahu And as I point out, there's a famous narration from Umar radiallahu anhu with a similar meaning. Hasibu anfusakum, qabla antu hasabu, to the end of what is reported. Imam Ahmad reports it in his book, Az Zuhud, as a saying of Umar radiallahu anhu. Wallahu That take account of yourselves before you are taken account of. Wallahu Anyway, Shaykh Bazan continued, Hafizullah, with regard to the last phrase of the narration, that the incapable person is one who just allows himself to follow his desires and then has vain hopes in Allah, just puts his vain hopes in Allah. The Shaykh said, he wants paradise and he wants salvation, but he doesn't do anything. So this person is incapable and Allah's refuge is sought. Amen. He said, with blameworthy incapacity. And it is not physical inability, which means that he is actually not able to do, or he does not have the ability to perform deeds. This one would not be taken to account. لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها سورة البقرة Second Surah, Ayah 286. With the explanation, Allah does not burden a soul except with what it is able to do. The Shaykh said, however, this one, describing the one mentioned here in the narration, the Ajiz, the, the truly incapable person, that this one, he has ability and he is able to act, but his, his inability is the inability that is due to laziness and due to not caring. This is the one who is truly incapable. And yet, along with this, he has vain hopes that in the hereafter he will be from the people of paradise without any deed, without any action. It is not possible that this one will be from the people of paradise without any deeds. And the Shaykh said, he's saying, وَيُحَاسِبُهُمْ بِمَا شَاءَ فِي الْجَنَّةِ وَفَرِيقٌ فِي السَّعِيرِ And he will take account of them as he wishes, there will be a group in paradise and a group in the blazing fire. Shaykh Fazan said, he will take account of them for their deeds, he the perfect and most high. And al-hisab, the accounting or the reckoning, it is al-munaqasha, interrogation regarding the deeds. Interrogation or examination regarding deeds. Sheikh said, so the people will be in different categories. With regard to reckoning, the people will be in different categories. And he mentions four categories of the, four categories of the people with regard to the reckoning in the hereafter. He said, from the believers, there will be those who, who will receive no reckoning. So he, this person, he will enter paradise without any reckoning and any punishment. That will make us from. And secondly, the Shaykh said, and from them, I mean from the believers, there will be those who will be given an, a light reckoning, an easy reckoning. And that is 
this presentation of the of records. And from them are those who will be interrogated in the reckoning. And Manuqish al Shisaba of Ziba. Shaykh quoted a hadith that whoever is interrogated, whoever is closely examined regarding his record, will be punished. He is going to be punished then. In a footnote, they mentioned this is reported by, this hadith is reported by Al Bukhari in his Sahih, and it should be the reference hadith 6537, and reported by Muslim in his Sahih, hadith 2876. From a hadith of Aisha, radiallahu anha, and Allah's refuge is sought. And then the Sheikh said, mentioned the fourth and last category, and the kafir, and the disbeliever, will not be reckoned with a reckoning involving weighing of deeds. And because he will have no deeds to, left, he will have no good deeds to weigh. So the kafir, the disbeliever, he will not be reckoned with a reckoning involving weighing deeds. Rather, he will only be reckoned with a reckoning that involves confessing. That he will be shown his deeds and his disbelief and his shirk for him to confess it. And he will not be able to deny anything at all. Then he will be sent to the fire. Fariqun fil jannati wa fariqun fil sa'ir. There will be a group, a party in the paradise and a group in the blazing fire. Sheikh Fawzan said this is taken, this is derived from the ayah. Surah Shura, 42nd Surah, ayah 7, with the explanation, and warn them of the day of the gathering, about which there is no doubt. There will be a group in paradise, and a group in the blazing fire. Farikun fil Jannah. The explanation, a group there will be in paradise. The Sheikh said, and they are the people of Iman. They are the people of true faith. Wa farikun fil Sahir. Meaning, with the meaning, and there will be a group in the blazing fire. The Sheikh said, and they are the people of disbelief and transgression. He said, he's saying, wa yaqulu li sa'ir al-khalqi and he will say to the rest of the creation, from those who are not created to persist, bid be dust. Sheikh Fazan said, Allah will raise up the creation on the day of resurrection, the humans and the animals and the birds. وَمَا مِنْ دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا طَائِرٍ يَفِيرُ بِجَنَاحَيْهِ إِلَّا أُمَمٌ أَمْثَالُكُمْ مَا فَرَّطْنَا فِي الْكِتَابِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ ثُمَّ إِلَى رَبِّهِمْ يُحْشَرُونَ Surah Al-An'am, the sixth surah, ayah 38, with the explanation. And there is not a creature upon the earth, nor any bird which flies with its two wings, except that they are communities like you. We have not neglected anything from the book. Then they will be gathered to their Lord. Sheikh Fawazan said, And he the Most High said, وَإِذَا الْوَحُوشُ فُشِرَتْ 
Surah Taqwir, the 81st Surah, Ayah 5, with the explanation. And when the wild beasts are gathered, Sheikh said, the created beings will be gathered on the day of resurrection in order to establish justice between them to such an extent that revenge will be taken from some for others I mean even the creatures revenge will be taken from some for others the animals revenge will be taken from some in favour of others to the extent that revenge will be taken for the hornless ram from the ram male sheep with horns and the male sheep with horns prodded the hornless sheep revenge will be taken for him on the day of resurrection as I said as occurs in the authentic hadith in a footnote they mention reported by Muslim in his sahih hadith 2582 from Abu Huraira then the Sheikh said and then, when vengeance has been taken from some for others, Allah, the Majestic and Most High, will say to them, Kuni Turaba, Kuni Turaba, be dust, turn into dust, become dust. Sheikh said, because they were not raised up to persist in the hereafter. They were not raised up to, to remain and persist in the hereafter. Rather, they were only raised up for recompensing only. And this is from the justice of Allah, the Majestic and Most High. Then, at that point, then the disbeliever will say, Ya laytani kuntu turaba. Surah Naba, the 78th Surah, 40. And when the animals, justice has been established between them, and then they are commanded and they turn to dust. That's when the disbeliever receives that. He will say, Ya laytani kuntu turaba. Would that I could be dust. Sheikh said, when it, when it will be said to the animals, be, be dust, the disbeliever will vainly wish that he could be like them. <laughs>